Trek Geeks Podcast Network is proud to have Fansets as its presenting sponsor. Fansets is the home for, for amazing pin collectibles with over 300 officially licensed Star Trek pins and new releases every month. Stay tuned for a special discount code worth 10% off your next order at fansets.com. Fansets, our pins have character. A new ship, a new crew, all new adventures, but someone very familiar. Welcome everybody to Discovering Trek Prodigy. Welcome to Discovering Trek, the Star Trek Universe companion presented by Fansets. My name is Mike Bovia, and you must be thinking, why do we not hear the dulcet tones of Dan Davidson and company? Well, that's because this is Discovering Trek Prodigy. And even though Dan is a big kid at heart and in mind, we are going to have an actual kid on Discovering Trek Prodigy since it's meant for the smaller audience. And so with that, we welcome our co-host and there's a little nepotism going on because she is my daughter, Emily Bovia. And Emily, welcome to the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Are you excited? in general but i'm not as excited because it's with you and that is a little taste of what you will get from a father-daughter combination but first before we get into the way emily and i will treat each other during the course of our time with you on discovering trek em why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and me on the internet you can find us on Twitter at Trek Legacy, on Instagram with the same handle, and you can also find us Camp Kittimer from time to time. You can subscribe to the podcast by downloading the Trek Geeks mobile app or by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks, Em. So normally, this would be the section of the show where we might uh, recap you with uh, what's going on or what the episode was about. Uh tell you to beware of spoilers and to make sure you watch the show before you uh, begin to listen to us. But since we have no actual Prodigy episodes just yet, uh, we're going to take some time and we're going to get to know our new, co our new co-host, Emily. So, Emma, let's start off with a little bit about you. So, since this show is meant for kids your age, how old are you? I'm 12 and a half. And that half is, is very important. Yep. And all right. So 12 and a half, how long have you been watching star Trek? Like that? Is this something that, uh, that I'm dragging you into, or is this something you actually like? It's just something I actually like. I've been watching it since I was six. Yeah. So, uh, how much have you seen at this point? Almost all of it. I don't like the animated series, so I skipped a couple of those. But. Oh, cover your ears, Erin Harvey. She doesn't like the animated series, but that's okay. 
Um, but that's all you've got left at this point. So, um, so at this point with everything that you've seen, then what is your favorite star Trek out of all the series? It's a really hard thing to ask me, but I think that it's probably between Picard and discovery right now. Like why? All right. So why do you like Picard? The, one of the reasons that I, I like Picard is because it's very different from normal. It's not, it's kind hmm. There's not really a lot of Starfleet involved in it. Yeah. There's no Federation that we follow, a Federation starship that we're on. Mm-hmm. There's no actual big crew that we normally see. It's just like five or six people. Um, and I really like the character arcs in the show. So is that why you like Discovery then a lot? Because there's a lot of arcs with Discovery as well. Probably, yeah. I I also really like all of the the CGI and stuff. And the Mirror Universe stuff you love. Yeah. And I really like the fact that the farther back that we go with the ships, the more technology we have on the ships. (laughs) that's fine and the smaller your flashlights get (laughs) so you mentioned that you do not care for the animated series so this is the series that was in the 70s yeah but i know you like lower decks yeah a lot yes (laughs) so what do you think your opinion is going to be on prodigy despite us not having watched anything about it yet? A couple of things that we know a, this is completely a CGI animation. Yeah. Um, it's not a hand drawn and then animated through computer, like lower decks. This yeah. is all like Pixar style yeah. um, animation, so to speak. We're not following a Federation crew, which is something that you talked about with Picard. So what do you think your thoughts are going to be on Prodigy just with what we've seen so far? Uh, Well, that was one of the things that I was going to say. The fact that it's CGI animated, I think that that's going to bring a lot more life to it. Because one of the reasons that I didn't like the animated series original, the original one from the 70s, is because... One of my biggest problems with it is that, A, they reused the scenes a lot, which I get it. Animation is hard now. So back in the 70s, it was probably like a lot more difficult than it is today, considering we have techno- like more technological advancements. But it still was annoying to me. And the fact that the, the characters on the bridge wouldn't remain consistent was also really annoying to me. So I like how they've gotten better with that, definitely. But... um back to the cgi i think that it's gonna bring a lot more life and depth and it's gonna it's gonna look a lot more real and a lot it's gonna look a lot nicer i think compared to the animated series yeah and hand-drawn is you think do you think it's gonna take away your love for lower decks though no Yeah, I know that uh, you are you. uh, I think that uh, and here's my opinion. I think that 
if Lower Decks was drawn exactly like the animated series was, you would still love it because of the fact that it's a comedy and you're laughing at it. Yeah. <laughs> one of my one of the things that I was gonna say with the CGI is that I don't have that much of a problem with Lower Decks. Like I love it. It's it's, it's amazing. But the problem is, considering that it's hand-drawn, it can't remain consistent all the time because there are going to be different artists working on the same characters. So, like, when we were watching the newest episode that was out yesterday, Rutherford's hand, like, dominant hand switched. And I know that it's not that big a deal. Yeah, he could be ambidextrous. He he grasping at straws. He does. Hey, he does have a computer brain. So he could be ambidextrous. Don't grasp at straws. I'm coming up with a point. The, the, the fact that it, I feel like it would be that might change if it's not hand-drawn. I might, I might be wrong because there's still going to be different people working on it. But I don't, I don't know. I'd like to take a moment to talk about Fansets, the presenting sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Did you know that it's been five years since Fansets has been providing us with top-notch merchandise? It's hard to believe, but in that time, they've been providing us with offerings for all different types of fandoms, including Scooby-Doo, DC Comics, Batman 66, Harry Potter, and Rick and Morty. So, you and I, am we collect Fansets pins Uh, You have a board of them up in the room that you're recording in right now. Um, You sent me a list of pins to pick up when I was in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. Uh, So we are not just talking about something to try and get people to buy it because they're a supporter of the network. M and I are both supporters of fan sets and they have almost 400 officially licensed star trek pins in their catalog at this point over that five years they've put out um some great badges that we've been picking up uh the micro crew pins which i'm sure uh, once we have more on prodigy um lou and john will be putting out some prodigy micro crew as well as anniversary sets We've had some nice sets for Deep Space Nine and Next Gen and Voyager. Looking forward to maybe some for Enterprise and um, the original series at some point. And then also, as time goes on, maybe some Discovery, maybe some Lower Decks. Who knows? But every 1st and 15th of the month, If you go to Fansets website, you will see that they have new pins that are released on those dates. And as a listener to the show, you can receive 10% off on your next order from Fansets by using the code DISCOVERINGTREK at checkout. And remember that you receive free shipping in the U.S. on orders, $30 or more. Fansets, our pins have character. And we thank Fansets for being the presenting sponsor Trek Geeks Podcast Network.
All right. So, M, ha- having seen the latest trailer that was released on Star Trek Day, mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to most from Prodigy? I'm looking forward to the animation and it'll obviously progress the farther the series goes in. And I really am looking forward to seeing that and the character development and backstory. I love backstories. Yeah. We've already learned that there's a little bit of backstory already from, um, from doll. So we'll have to see how, uh, how some of that plays out. I think I'm looking most forward to seeing how um, the protostar got to the Delta Quadrant and why it's there. That's maybe a very small portion of the, of the series and potentially we'll learn that in the first episode. Uh, but I do want to see how that happened. And I think that'll set the stage for what is going to go on uh, with future pieces of Prodigy. And I'm sure that'll help kind of lay the groundworks for some things going forward. Um, I I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this ahead, but I'm going to ask you now. What do you think of the addition of Kate Mulgrew, Captain Janeway to this cast? Good thing or bad thing i think it depends on the way that they decide to go about with it because anything can be good or bad depending on what happens with it like it all like and it also depends on what ends up happening later on because anything can go from good to bad as well so as long as they start good and continue good, then it'll, it'll, I'm sure that it'll be amazing because it's Star Trek and everything is amazing always. Everything is awesome. Hey, that, that's a Lego reference. And the Hageman brothers did uh, Lego Ninjago. So, all right. That was a uh, good movie too. Um. So I also think it's a good thing. Um, And the only reason I even ask that question is some people um, feel that having a piece of an older Star Trek in something new is a cop out. Uh, But I think having Janeway associated with a series that takes place in the Delta Quadrant just makes perfect sense. So, all right. Well, one other thing that came from Star Trek Day was finding out when we are going to finally see Prodigy on our television. So, M, why don't you lay it on us? When will we? Star Trek Prodigy will premiere Thursday, October 28th. So there you have it. October 28th is our target date. So that's when we can begin to see the adventures of the new crew of the Protostar and Star Trek Prodigy. So we're happy that you spent this time with us getting to know Emily and a couple of our thoughts as to uh, what we are going to be looking forward to with Prodigy. So join us again after October 28th 
for the first official episode of Discovering Trek Prodigy. Until then, for Emily, my name is Mike. Never stop discovering. Music for Discovering Trek is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Discovering Trek is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.